Hello everybody, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to Aces Up the Sleeve. I'm Patty, co-hosting with the co-managing partner of Pocket Aces Racing, or PAR, for a quick reference, Jared Shoemaker. Good morning, sir. Happy almost Preakness. Good morning, Patty. How are you today? <sighs> it's raining, which I'm happy about. It means I don't have to water my garden, so... Oh, there you go. That's one less thing to check off my weekly list, is I don't, I don't have to water. It's watered for me. So it's been a good day. <laughs> Oh, are you excited for Preakness? Are you ready to go? I've been hearing rumbles that you've been given the expectations of choosing a Preakness winner. So who are you christening as the Preakness winner? I have, I have been told that um, even I was actually I was actually told last night by one individual, uh, if you've already recorded and you didn't put your Preakness pick in, you have to splice it in before you release it. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we will get that pick made. Let's save it for the end of the show. How about? Okay. Yeah. So stick around for the whole thing. And then at the end, at the very last second, two minutes before I, two seconds before I cut off, we'll share a Preakness name. <laughs> How's that Excellent. sound? Awesome. Perfect. Well then, as you know, kind of people have seen in the, in the title of this episode and the little, you know, detail I provide at the bottom, this is going to be our Mother's Day special. Um, obviously Mother's Day has already happened, but we hope that everybody had a good day with their mothers, their mother figures, whoever that happens to be for you. And, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the Pocket Aces Racing Mothers in this episode, so you're going to want to stick around. We have a couple of, of broodmares that were, uh, that were passed and past and present that, you know, passed obviously in the sense that they've, they've sold, we've, you know, we've moved them on to other connections, but we are, we're definitely excited for this one. We have some, some really cool broodmares in, in our ranks and, and to pass through here. And we're excited to talk about some of these lovely ladies on their special day. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we, we've, we've bred a few, a couple over the years and, um, you know, we, when, when Spellbook retired, um, you know, and we'd had some success, uh, some moderate success with our, with our breeding operations. And when, when Spellbook retired, she was, uh, you know, she's got the breeding, she's got the physical and we thought, you know what, let's, let's put this into a, a breeding partnership and, mm -hmm. and transition this. And, and it, it was been very well received. We decided to do the same thing with Homeroom Angel. You know, I don't think that we will do this with every single uh, filly or mare that we have going forward. But if uh, if, if if they've got, um, you know, they've got the physical, if they've got some breeding, then we will certainly uh, give it strong consideration. But uh, they've been well received so far. We're uh, we're excited about uh, how Spellbook and Homeroom Angel are doing and uh, looking forward to it. And we'll see what happens down the road. Yeah. Well, and before I know kind of before we, we get into the episode, I know we have some entries this week. Unfortunately, not in the Freakness, but we do need to kind of do our quick little entry recap for this week. Um, I know we actually have a we were discussing this earlier and we were laughing about it, but it factors in at Belterra on the 19th. We've got two on the 19th. It factor in microphone. And it factor is in a race that could probably be at Churchill with Go Dolphin and four <laughs> other operations you never see at Belterra in this maiden special. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, you know, we, we got, when we got the PPs, uh, and you know, we'd been pointing to this race for her for a little bit. We ran her in that sprint last time just to kind of you know, get a race under her belt. Uh, she was coming off of that, uh, you know, a little bit longer uh, layoff than uh, than probably what we would have liked to have seen. And so, hey, let's let's get this run into her, and then and then get her in that mile race later on. And uh, lo and behold. Uh, <laughs> we look up and uh Godolphin of all of all owners has got a street sense filly 
in the race. It's a homebred uh, trained by you and Hardy. And, uh, you know, that's something I've never seen in all the years we've raced at Belterra Park. Mm. Uh, Charles Fipke of, uh, uh, has got a Medaglia Doro uh, uh, mare that is out of former Kentucky Derby winner, Lemons Forever, in the race. I think it's Kentucky, um, isn't it Kentucky Oaks. I'm sorry, Kentucky Oaks winner. My bad. Yep. I, I yep. still got Derby on my mind. <laughs> Kentucky Oaks winner, uh, Lemons Forever. And yeah. uh, then you've got my goodness, you got uh, um, a, a candy ride in there, um, a West Coast. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's just something, not something you normally see. And despite all that, it factors the five to two morning line favorite. Who would have thunk it? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it, what it's, I mean, we're proud of her, but I don't know what it says about the, the rest of the field that it factor is favorite over Godolphin, <laughs> which is and, rare. You know, yeah, and, and you know the b- bottom line is with her. You know, she's she's a mayor that that or a filly that you know has not lived up to expectations for them, and, and certainly what they hope for being a, a homebred by street sense. And you know they're trying to get a win uh, a win under her belt before uh, they, they they send her on into retirement and and yeah. off to a, a breeding career. So uh, you know she's out of she's out of a, a tap at mayor by street yeah. sense. So she's, she's certainly well, well bred. She just, uh, you know, for whatever reason, hasn't put it together as a racehorse. So they're going to try here, try her in this spot here. And, um, you know, they're going to try to get that win for her and certainly don't blame them for that. Uh, same way with the Dioro forever. Uh, you know, it looks like she's probably had some time off over the, over the years. And, uh, you know, she's five and, and hasn't broken her maiden yet. She's only run six times and, you know, it's Charles Fipke. Certainly he's trying to get the, you know, she's a home bred and he's trying to get the get the win uh, under her belt before she goes off to a breeding yeah. career so certainly understand what they're doing uh, it just it was a little bit surprising and shocking yeah uh to pop open the pps and <laughs> see those two owners uh at, there at belterra park but uh well, and it's... looks like it should be a pretty good race and uh, hopefully yeah. it factor can she can put it all together she's got the highest uh highest buyer figure of any of anybody else in the race so uh, or at least the last race buyer so mm. uh, with the 56 and uh you know she we know she needs the distance so this should uh this should help her out oh yeah and it's like even even the the you mentioned the candy ride even the candy ride the eric reed training like she's out of a, a daughter of the dam of well-armed who was the Dubai World Cup winner? So yep, absolutely. So, so there's some very well bred, yeah. uh, very well bred uh, fillies and mares in this race, and uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, yeah, should be, a, should be a good one. This will be an this will be a very fascinating race. Um, and there's eight entries at Belterra Park, and yeah. race, uh, which is unusual this uh, this meet so far. They've uh, yeah. they they I think they ran like four races last week with four four horses or less Ooh. in it. So. Yeah, they hustled uh, pretty hope. hard for this one. <laughs> yep, yep. So hopefully they'll uh, uh, get things turned around. And, yeah. and But anyway, we're, we're looking forward to, to, to Friday. Yep. And then Microphone, um, he's in an optional at Churchill, which is kind of where you would have expected the Godolphins and the, the Fipkeys to end it up. But, so we've got Churchill uh, uh, Churchill with Microphone on the grass. Uh, Going also a on mile and an eighth. Mm-hmm. Yep, a mile and an eighth on Friday night at about 9.39 p.m. Ooh. Um, so it looks, it's a hell of a field. It's a full field of 12 plus some alternate entries and some, or some also eligibles and some uh, main track onlys. Yep. Um, so, you know, I, I think ideally we would have liked to have gone even, you know, a little bit further at 10 furlongs with him, but, uh, we'll take nine, um, you know, and just, um, you got Adam back aboard for her. 
and just going to kind of say, hey, you know, get, get out there and let her let him do his thing and mm-hmm. and and see if he can take it all the way around. You know, it's it's going to be a really tough race. He, I, I don't expect him to be the morning line favorite when those odds come out. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I figure probably uh, middle of the pack. And uh, I actually see a, a couple horses that we looked at uh, potentially claiming um, last mm. summer in this race as well. So um, I'm anxious to see what. Uh, uh, yeah, how that plays out. It looks yeah. like we're going to have a big crowd. We got a lot of people uh, RSVPing, so we'll be nice. getting those uh, arrangements made and getting back with you this week about what we're going to do. And mm-hmm. and um, should be a, a fun night at Churchill Downs. Yeah, racing under the lights is is a lot of fun, especially like with the weather starting to kind of turn and getting hot now. Racing under the lights, I feel, is going to be really, especially this time of year, it's going to be really enjoyable. It's going to be a good. It's going to be a good night. Yeah, I have not been since they started all the construction, and I'm not uh, not real sure. Uh, I guess uh, I'm not sure where the paddock is. I guess it's over on the barn side now, so I'm not sure how that all works out. If we got to go over and see the horses beforehand, or or what they're going to do, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the new setup and yep. um, hopefully get a good race in. Well, from what I've seen, um, with, with when we were doing the derby coverage, from what I've seen, it's actually it's not like too terribly hard to find it, but I'm sure they're going to have plenty of signage because I feel we're not going to be the only people completely lost and fish out of water. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it, it, I like what I, I like what I've seen so far. Just mm-hmm. it's it's hard to see what uh, see what all is going on there uh, on yeah. through the through the computer screen. So it's very European. I like it. I personally like it. It has a lot of space. I like it. Um, so let's, yeah. So we've, we've rolled through our entries. We've kind of hashed out this remarkable Belterra maiden special. And so we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll hop into our mother's day special. And you mentioned her a little bit, uh, with spell book. And I know, which was, uh, I kind of mentioned it to you and I mentioned it once a couple twice to a few partners that Spellbook book swam poodle actually used to race against, um, some pocket aces horses and it was so uh, cool to see yep. everything kind of come full circle it was really fun yeah spellbook ran at charlestown uh races and slots against victory morning our uh, very swam, first poodle. Horse. swam poodle swam poodle swam poodle what i say so you said spellbook <laughs> oh, so, so I, i'm looking at my sheet here and i'm swam poodle i'm looking at she's right underneath spellbook there yep. so swam poodle <laughs> ran against uh, victory morning our very yep, first yep. uh horse uh, and actually uh in our very first allowance win uh she uh was in that race and I, she came in as the heavy favorite and uh, mm. we beat her a time or two she beat us a few more times but uh, <laughs> she was a regular against uh running against victory morning there at charlestown and cool. uh, so yeah it was uh, it was and we're back sorry guys we had to take a brief break mother nature decided it was a great idea to uh give me a severe thunderstorm and a little bit of a tornado warning so it was exciting at my house but we are back. Um, we're going to continue this episode, this week's edition, the Mother's Day special, and we are going to get rolling with Spellbook this time. Yep, uh, we we had just started talking about Spellbook uh, when we uh, when we had to take a break there, and uh, you know she's just uh, she's such a beautiful, beautiful, well put together, big, you know, athletic mare, and mm-hmm. and she just bless her heart, she just you know one little injury after another and just couldn't keep it together and uh, you know i think basically that was one situation where maybe her size uh, got the better of her uh, being yeah. a racehorse and she just couldn't couldn't hold up but uh, she's uh, she's well bred uh, as we were uh, discussing you know 
before or mentioned before you know, she's uh she's out of swamp poodle who we ran against on numerous occasions at victory morning did back at uh, charlestown in the early days of pocket aces racing and um you know she's she's got a champion in korea and uh, uh, as a half brother or had a half, a half brother champion yeah. in, in korea yep. he recently uh is recently deceased unfortunately but yeah. um it was just, you know, uh, it was dol kong and he um he, yep. he, he was he raced which is interesting to me because dol kong raced a long time he was actually surprisingly sound like he you'd see him in dubai he was on several uh world cup cards so he he did really well, and so kind of when we were when we got the news that they broke, I was a little a little more sad I think than a, than a lot of other people did because I knew how kind of our connection to him through through his half sister. So absolutely, you hate and, to see uh, that. So yes, but uh, uh, yeah, it, it is unfortunate. Uh, but uh, you know, hopefully, um, hopefully, Spellbook's uh, first uh, first foal by Matoli can carry on some of his. Um, you know some his, of his uh his legacy if you want to do that his way. legacy yeah. yeah thank you appreciate it i lost <laughs> i lost word I lost my words there so um it's those thunderstorms man <laughs> yeah so uh, but anyway yeah she she's doing great she's um you know she's she took uh you know pregnancy took first uh her first cover and she's taken to life as a, as a broodmare um just like it was what she was meant to do. She's doing great. She looks fantastic and just uh, you know, really filling out and, and looking like uh, you know, things are going the way we want it to go. So nice. real pleased with that so far. Well, that's good. You want to hear that they take it, especially when it, it's kind of a, just a hard luck situation for her. It wasn't really any, you know, again, just you know, as Dol Kong and I know a couple of her other siblings over there in Korea and they, they race very consistently. So sometimes it's just bad luck. I mean, yep. that kind of seems to be the situation with Spellbook, unfortunately, is just some bad luck. So. It, it, it unfortunately happens sometimes. So. Yep. But yeah, she's she's in full to Matoli, and we're we're pretty excited about that. He's, uh, the Matolis uh, have been well-received at the sales, from what I've been, been hearing. Very well, very well-received at the sales. We've got a, a winner uh, already, um, I believe that's Mitt Mit Myth. Might be so. Want to? Yeah, uh, is a recent winner for Matoli, and uh, uh, you know, so he's. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe not. What am I looking? At? Who is Mitt Myth? Let's see. This is two-year winner. Yep, by Matoli. Yep. Um, and he won a. Uh, looks like he won a stakes race, a stakes grade three in Russia. Ah, that's what it there is. There it he's is. Two-year-old winner in Russia. I was like, well, this stream's kind of strange. I don't know any graded <laughs> stakes for graded stakes for two-year-olds yeah. yet, but uh, yeah. So he's got, uh, uh, yeah, well, a, a two-year-old winner in Russia. The local circuits are, are, you know, and I follow kind of like the the Central Eastern kind of Central Asian because Russia is so big, it kind of falls into several jurisdictions. Um, sure. But I mean, those those local the local kind of they're kind of like group races they're not internationally recognized but they're local they're kind of they're called the local track group races and they'll 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 pull some some tough some tough customers so you know anytime anytime you can even if it's just your your local friends like anytime you can compete at, at that you know at your your area's highest level i mean that's still impressive because again it's still so hard to yeah. get to the to the races in the first place so and and you know we we've been fans of matoli for for some time now i don't know if I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, originally Samurai's first lady 
was booked oh. to Matoli and oh. uh, things did not work out there for, I don't remember exactly what happened, but it didn't work out. So she, so she ended up going to exaggerator yep. and, um, and now we've got hyperbolized obviously out of, out of her, but uh, she was initially was supposed to go to, uh, to Matoli and uh, anyway, that, that didn't work out. So mm-hmm. uh, we, we've always liked him and um, the opportunity came up for, uh, for Spellbook to go to him, and uh, we jumped right on it. So, really looking forward to seeing seeing that baby. Yep, yep. I mean, hopefully it's not quite as tall as she is, but yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Because sometimes the first the first foals, from my experience, kind of when I uh, worked a little bit with at, at Denali, a little more on a on a full time kind of uh, basis. The I mean, the first foal really were hit and miss. Like some mares were huge and their first foal was small. And then some of the our smaller kind of pocket sized mares had just you would think the sire was the Empire State Building. Like this baby mm-hmm. was so big. So it's it's you really don't know until it, it's here. So it, this is going to be fun trying to kind of figure out who, who the baby takes after. <laughs> right. yep. Well, speaking yeah, of so, Samurai's first lady, uh-huh. then. Since we're yeah. we're on that topic, let's go ahead and, and talk about Hyperbolize's mama. Um, mm-hmm. First off, Hyperbolize. I know we recently had to do some shifting around because uh, Margo is actually redoing their uh, track surface, so some of our horses had to be shifted around. So how is he doing since the uh, since the shift? Oh, he's uh, doing fantastic. Um, uh, you know, they raved about him at uh margo they just you know, they called him the energizer bunny you know he just <laughs> kept going and going and going and he just uh you know, never never did anything wrong at all and you know it took him a couple of days to get settled in there at, at silver springs into the new environment um mm-hmm. uh you know they they bring him uh, you know the, the, the cutout uh, where they come onto the track kind of spooked him a little bit for some reason and he didn't he didn't want to go out onto the track <laughs> Uh, the first uh, day or two, but uh, he's he's settled in great. And uh, Kevin uh, uh, called or when Kevin and Mark talked yesterday before we did the updates. Uh, I guess he was just going on and on and on about hyperbolize and how how he's doing, <laughs> just doing fantastic. Now, obviously, he's just a, he's still just a baby, and and yeah. and uh, you know a long way a long way from the racetrack. So hopefully that, uh, that carries forward and he keeps, uh, doing fantastic, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's exciting, but you don't want to get too excited too early because yeah. there's a long way to go. Yeah. Don't put the cart before the horse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think you told me, um, way, uh, obviously I have not the greatest memory, uh, but uh, you told me some, some time ago, you once told me how you guys came across Samurai's first lady. Was she, I think she was a claim. Am I remembering that correctly? Was she a claim or was she a private? Um, uh, gosh, I, I think we did claim, we claimed her specifically to breed her. Okay. Okay. Yes. That's cool. Um, yeah. So that's, and, uh, you know, that's something that Mark has done for some other clients, uh, mm-hmm. through the years and has had some good luck with it. And, uh, you know, we got a, a pretty good, uh, pretty good, I'm trying to remember, I think we claimed her out of, out of Oaklawn, maybe, if I okay. recall correctly. And, um, you know, she just, uh, she had some, some pieces on the, on the pedigree that looked, uh, looked attractive and got her and she, you know, at one time, you know, she could, she could run a little bit and she, she was a pretty high priced two-year-old as I recall. And, yeah. uh, she just looked like she might, uh, have all the, all the all the pieces to make a good broodmare. So we, we picked her up and, uh, 
got her got her up here from I'm again pretty sure it's from Oakland. Got her up here from Oakland and and got her in full and got things going. So let's see. I'm looking right now. Yeah. So at OBS April, she was a one hundred eighty-five thousand dollar two year old in training. Yep. She actually went she, to Justin uh, Cassie too. As they yeah, she 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 um she was quick as I recall. Mm-hmm. She was pretty quick. So yep. Uh, but yeah, we we uh. We'd like to do some more of that, and um, you know, I think that's a it's a great way to to find value in, in mm-hmm. broodmare prospects. Uh, if you, but you know, obviously it takes it takes some digging. You got to really uh, you know dig into those pedigrees, and and not you know when you're looking at you can't just look at past performances when you're thinking about a claiming. You got to you got to really do some digging and put put a lot of work into it to yeah. to um to uh to get that done oh, okay delta downs looks like maybe that's where we got her okay um well so in in this in her so in a situation like what you mentioned when you claim for to be a potential brood mare um you said obviously it's it's a lot of work then do in in this situation because you are looking at claiming her to potentially breed her do you put a little bit more weight into seeing the physical or is it still just kind of get there as soon as you can and and see what you can see uh, yeah i mean it's just it's like any other time you're claiming a horse you know you, okay. you, the, the opportunities to see them are limited so mm-hmm. you depend on uh you depend on the people on the ground that are there for you and and go about it that way uh but um you know she okay. we had some clues the fact that she was uh, you know a hundred eighty thousand dollar uh two-year-old purchase and that she uh you know she was you know she, she had something there about her so yeah. you know that made us feel a little bit better about uh you know that she might have a, a shot there at um mm-hmm. uh you know at at, at um yeah so you know what I'm <laughs> yeah at, at being a brumaire <laughs> yep yeah well and i spoke to um i i had i had somebody a, a friend of mine used to work at claiborne he was one of the uh he was one of the grooms there, the stallion grooms, and he he had he saw you know pocket aces investments had popped up once on on the on Samurai's first lady with with in bold exaggerator, and he and he was telling you know he got so excited he goes oh I saw her at the sale and she was like this this pretty chestnut she's the carbon copy of her father and I'm like okay. <laughs> I understand, but I mean, first, from what I've heard, first samurai does, um, even I mean, he still he still gets he still has yearlings. I think I love first so, samurai. Yeah, I would love to get. We had a really nice one, a stakes winner, and I would love to love to get a hold of it. We've bit on numerous over the years. Uh, yeah. unfortunately, we've only had the one, but uh, she was a good one. Yep, yep. And he's he's just cool. He just gets every kind of horse and the heart. From what I, from what I gleaned from that from that. Uh, well, now it's a former groom. He's moved on to other opportunities. But um, what I gleaned is the harder he stamps his his offspring, the better they tend to do. So <laughs> you want them pretty close to first samurai. Um, but she she was cool. She was always very classy. When I went out to to see Hyperbolize, I want to say day two days or something like that after he was born, she was just she was so classy. She was so nice. And it was just so funny watching her stand there and just just be so unbothered and hyperbolizes over here just running circle 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 <laughs> circles and she's just like all right kid whenever you're done <laughs> so she was just a cool cool lady she was a cool customer yep. so 
Well, that kind of, uh, you know, and speaking of, of uh, cool customers, another one of kind of our, our broodmares that went through the sales was, was Harvest. And I remember that she was beautiful. She was a very beautiful mare. And, but she wasn't acclaimed. She, we picked her up, um, I think at, a, at the, as, was it the January dispersal or the November, the November sales? What was January? Uh, we got her, um, I'm I checking. In November. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm checking right now. Gosh, they all just, they all run, they all just run, they run together. together over the years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see, let's see. Yep. So we picked her up Keeneland November in 21. And then she sold in Keeneland November of 22 and she mm -hmm. was in full to Nick's go. So that's always exciting. That's correct. That is exactly right. Um, and she was a beautiful uh, mare. Beautiful mare. And, you know, again, she's another example of everything you want out of a mare. She's, she's big. She's, um, uh, you know, she's bred very, very well. And, um, uh, yeah, that's just, uh, she, she seemed to be a no brainer. You know, we, we bought her knowing that her race history was a little bit spotty. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we, we bought her in the mind with, um, you know, in the mind of, of, of not running her so much as, as breeding her. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, we obviously, we wanted to get a, um, a win, on her a record. win for her, but it didn't yeah. work out. So, so anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's where we ended up. So, yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's not, and, and it's not even the worst thing. Like sometimes the best broodmares come from the most interesting places like, um, Leslie's lady was a claimer at one point in her life you put a picture up for a very low amount and then she goes on and now we have into mischief and beholder and mendelssohn and you know there was the eight million dollar american pharaoh philly so you can get a good brood mary and that's that's the fun you just part never about know. It. yep absolutely yep so let's do let's go move on to one of our one of my personal favorites because i really liked her she was sweetheart homeroom angel is one of my absolute favorites how is she doing uh, and another one, and and you know, we decided to uh, retire her. You know, mm -hmm. she she had, um, she 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 had some talent. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, she could she could win a little bit, but she had some injuries, she had some illnesses, and mm -hmm. it just became apparent that uh, you know over the last couple races that she just didn't want to be a racehorse anymore. Yep. And we made the decision to retire her and, and she's such a nice physical, uh, that, uh, you know, even though her race record was not stellar, you know, she won a few races mm -hmm. and a little bit of money, but, uh, you know, it's not like she's, you know, she's not a stakes winner or anything like that, but mm -hmm. she's just such a nice physical yep. that we thought, uh, she had potential to make a nice broodmare. Mm -hmm. And, um, we pulled her off the track, sent her to the farm, and I think that was on a Thursday. And mm -hmm. she came into heat on Sunday, oh, and she was, was bred. <laughs> and she was bred and took to the. You know, we were we were expecting her to be at the farm for a month uh, before uh, she <laughs> was bred, and uh, or at least a month. And yep. and it happened in three days, and she took right out of the gate, and uh, she's so. doing just fantastic, and. Uh, you know, Nikki Drown uh, has got her uh, there in Nicholasville and um, just uh, says that, you know, she's just blossomed as a, as a, as a mare, a broodmare. Uh, and mm -hmm. she's just, she's filled out so wonderfully. I haven't been able to get out there and see her yet myself, but she's just. Yeah, I haven't either. We need uh, to get out there. <laughs> you know, according, to, according to him, uh, you know, according to Nikki, she is just taking to um, 
pregnancy uh, exactly how you want them to. And uh, she's in, in full to Instagram. And, um, you know, that's... Uh, Talk about expensive two-year-old purchases. This guy was a lot. Uh, this guy he, was 1.2 yeah, I think. He uh, He's come out firing. And uh, mm-hmm. and actually, we, um, we, we had discussed sending um, a spellbook to instagram as well mm-hmm. uh but they were taking a little too long to get it approved and so we said hey heck with it let's just go to matoli yeah because uh, we want to you know we want to get her on the books and get her ready and and then uh, about a week later they came back and said yeah well ha- hey she can send a spell book to instagram <laughs> i guess uh, mr yeah. best ha- uh, mr best uh, has him still and he mm-hmm. approves everything personally so it's not done at the farm yep. level like it normally is he he does the moans approves all the mares himself so yeah uh so but anyway we got the, he approved homeroom angel so uh that worked out extremely well and um Cannot wait to see that baby. I am so yep. excited about yep. about both of them, really. But uh, mm-hmm. really excited about him because because you said you know Instagrams have been so so popular so far. Yeah, well, and it helps that they're all very good physicals too. From the photos I've been seeing, they're very. He's he's throwing a lot of a lot of good qualities into his his babies. So I'm looking forward to seeing it because she's she's a good looking horse herself anyway. So I'm yeah, I'm looking forward. To she it. just when when you see her in person or in, in the pictures, you know she just jumps off the page at you, and uh, hopefully the, the hopefully the her baby will will be the same. Absolutely. Well, and kind of our our last last uh, mayor that we're we're gonna kind of highlight this this episode is actually why not forgive? And we talked about her a little bit um, at the recent open house back in, back a few few weeks ago. She actually had a Temple City Philly recently um and we as everybody knows we love our temple city phillies we do indeed and and, you know (laughs) we don't own why not forgive anymore she Mm -hmm. was uh she was one of ours that uh due to some neurological issues that she had uh just uh basically she had some stenosis in her spinal cord and and it Mm -hmm. just became clear that she was not going to be able to be um a racehorse and we, we contemplated breeding ourselves and the the vets told us you know it was the the, the neurological issues could get worse they they maybe they stay the same maybe they get worse it could be problematic for her as a mother and we felt like it wasn't worth uh, taking a chance on it uh, but one of our partners who was involved with her was just in love with her and, mm-hmm. and wanted her and so she has bred uh, uh why not forgive and like as you mentioned she just had a temple city filly and cannot wait to see that filly as she uh, she gets a little bit older she mm-hmm. ought to uh, absolutely uh just love being on the grass yep. so out of a kitten's like joy mare so yep. and we and we love and we love our turf fillies so mm-hmm. um, can't wait to see that one grow up yep that's gonna be exciting i'm i'm excited i love Temple City Phillies. I'm also very, very biased because of one specific Temple City Philly mayor. Um, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited. And I, I liked I, I really liked Why Not Forgive. I was I was a little heartbroken when she didn't make it, but the fact that she's she's found her footing is in her in her second career and she's doing well makes me really happy. So Yeah, she's she's doing great and um, you know, like I said, we're 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 very happy that she's you know, she, again, she's not owned by Pocket Aces Racing nope. anymore, but we do very much feel like she's still in the Pocket Aces Racing family. Yep. Uh, those of you who are on uh, follow us a lot on Facebook, you've probably seen uh, the updates from from her owner Kelly. And mm-hmm. um, you know, Kelly, keep doing what you're doing with her. Keep taking. You're, you're doing a great job with her, and, and keep it up because we, we can't wait to see all these babies. 
Absolutely. It's going to be a fun, fun spring next season. We're going to have a lot of baby pictures <laughs> and a very happy patty because I get hey, to be one of them. <laughs> and nothing and nothing gets Facebook excited like baby pictures. Except for maybe <laughs> except for maybe Derby Week bath photos. Those are always the, the, very popular. Perhaps. Perhaps. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank well, there we go. We've we've talked about some of our some of our equine mothers uh for, for this Mother's Day special. Obviously it'll be it'll cut this when this comes out on Wednesday, we would have passed Mother's Day already, but you know, once again, we hope everybody had a good day with their mother, mother figures, whoever that is to you. Um, and we're, you know, we're really excited for for next week's episode. We're going to have one of our first uh, partner interviews next week. And we're we're very excited for that one. Um, and do you do you have anything that you would like to add, Jared, kind of before we do the start, the final rap monologue? <laughs> yeah, just I, I would echo, uh, you know, again, uh, a very happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, uh, the, our human mothers and our and our equine mothers, um, mm -hmm. you know, especially to my mother, who's uh, uh, has. She probably knew that I was skipping out of high school a lot of days and going out to Keeneland and just never said anything about it. Or maybe she didn't know. And that's just as that's that's as much to thank her for as anything. But mm -hmm. uh, I, I want to thank uh, Scarlett, uh, my wife, uh, mm -hmm. the best mother that that I know, uh, mother of my two girls, uh, because certainly without her, um, I would not be pursuing this uh, this dream career of mine full time now because uh, yep. without her support I just wouldn't be there and uh, uh, without her so without her none of this is possible and okay. I don't think she listens to this but I'm saying it anyway so <laughs> <laughs> and now just to throw you under the bus I'll send her the link because <laughs> you know I will perfect, uh, perfect. <laughs> but um yeah and absolutely I would I would like to to take then, then this brief moment I'd like to also like to thank my mom and I wish her a very, very happy Mother's Day. I know I called her and we had a three and a half hour discussion on Mother's Day, but you know, cheers to my mom. We're, we're talking when we get chatty, <laughs> nothing stops us. But um, you know, my mom, I, I grew up and my mom was one of the hardest working women I've, I've ever seen in my life. And you know, I don't know how she held it together. Like she got um, stage four breast cancer when I was I think like 12 or 13. So having a hormonal teenager and trying to kind of raise her and everybody knows I'm a train wreck now. So you can imagine what I was like as a hormonal preteen. Um, but my mom just, just is superwoman as far as I know to me. And, and she's just, she's one of the best people I've ever known. And I really hope that, you know, if motherhood does not end up going for, for me, or, or if some, if it's just not in the cards for me, I really hope that I can be even a third of as, as good of a person as my mother is. Um, Amen to that. You know, my mom, my mom worked really hard to make sure that when she came to America, that me and my brother would have a, a really good life, a better life. And I think we've had a spectacular life because of her and obviously my dad as well, but specifically for Mother's Day, um, you know, it's mom's we, day. Yeah. But um, yeah, dad's day is coming in June. I'll talk about my dad in June. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, my mom worked, my mom worked super hard. And I think I've always had a very good um, kind of like a baseline for for what it means to to work hard and, and to really go after what you want so i want to thank my mom because i definitely got that from her because i don't think i i don't think i'd be able to do that on my own so thank you mom i love you much have a very wonderful mother's day uh again when you listen on wednesday because <laughs> i know you listen <laughs> um and thank you very much for tuning in everybody for tuning in oh we can't See? leave yet i've got to make a pick Oh, that's right. We did promise a Preakness pick. All right. Who are you betting? Everybody get ready to bet the house. Here we go.
no pressure. So um, I think that good. That, I think that Mage is probably likely to win, but mm -hmm. he's eight to five, mm -hmm. and I liked him. At, at, you know, I liked him at longer odds in the Derby, and I thought that that was a good pick. But I'm not going to go with that. Uh, I, I'm going to go uh, with first mission. Okay. Um, uh, he was impressive in the Lexington, albeit against uh, much, um, you know, much lesser competition. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, Godolphin is on fire right now. Mm -hmm. uh, Brad Cox uh, got shut out of the of the Derby. You know, everybody thought this this was going to be a, a big year for him, and uh, yeah, it didn't work out for him. He had you know had a lot of entries in there, and they they just didn't they didn't fire like anybody expected. Uh, but I think that um, I think that. Um, you know, the breeding is there, uh, Street Sense, the Medagliadoro Dam, and um, uh, with Brad and Godolphin teamed up, I, I think that uh, I think he might pull the upset. Okay. All right. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here fo first, folks. So if you go and Now, win, he won't win because I put way more thought into this one than I did <laughs> into picking my, yep. my, on my derby pick. So. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do win... We would kindly request a 3% finder's fee. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think that's it. So we've got our breeders pick. We talked about our lovely equine mothers, about our wonderful human mothers. And um, yeah, and we we're, we previewed the uh, the partner interview coming up for the next episode next week. Um, and partners, if, if after you've listened to that one, you decide, hey, I'd like to come on, share my story. Please send me an email. Please let me know. Please send Jared an email. Let him know. And uh, we will help. We'll get you scheduled. We'll get you set up. Uh, our our schedule is filling up. We're having we have a lot of really cool topics. We have some some cool interviews coming up. Um, so I'm I'm really excited. I think summer is going to be a very fun kind of uh, stretch of, of of series, especially if if you really like uh, kind of hearing the the inner thoughts of like trainers and some maybe some of your uh, fellow partners. So definitely tune in. You definitely want to listen. And we're going to have uh, we're going to have Mark on uh, sometime in June talking yes. about his selection process. Yes, so. yes. So June is going to be, and June is my birthday. See, I schedule all the good topics on my birthday. There you go. <laughs> well done. Thank you, thank you. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in once again this week, and uh, we will see you all next Wednesday for our very first partner interview episode. So have a good one, make good choices, and we are out. <laughs>